Oh my God, it's Tuesday. Can you believe it's Tuesday? It is Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> Welcome to Love Baths Love Talk. Oh my gosh. It's been a it's been a week. <laughs> and it's just Tuesday. It's been a week. I hope y'all are well. So last night I went to hear uh Mahu uh speak at uh Yale under the uh Dr. Betty and um Malcolm X lecture at Yale. And uh and it was it was just uh, it's just one of those magical nights that you just have to be there. You know, so uh Mahmoud Abdul Rauf um and the stand for justice. I mean, you just had to I don't even know how to tell you if he wasn't in the space. I mean, there really isn't any other way I could describe it except if he wasn't in the space, you missed an amazing talk and an inspiration. And then we all gathered for late night at uh um uh we gathered at uh possible futures last night um for like you know some food and and uh time so it was great it was a it was an amazing night oh and and my ex-husband showed up lawrence came he brought some kid whose father passed or whatever i don't know he brought some kid with her from Win- windsor locks and uh yeah so uh i've got to text my son because he bought him a book um, but yeah, I mean, it was a great night. High five to uh, Possible Futures. High five to Culturally Lit and all the other people that were involved. Uh, the friends at the Divinity School. It was just, just wonderful. It was a, that's, that's how I want my nights to be in New Haven. And 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 they pretty much are. So I, I don't say that as if I'm, my nights are not like that. It was just such an intellectual lift, you know, to be just talking about, not so much talking about what's wrong in the world, but just talk, focusing on our place in the world. To me, that was, that was everything. I mean, it was just everything. So, I mean, if he wasn't in space, you just missed out. That's just what it is. <laughs> missed out because it was it was just magical the conversation the lecture you know the gathering at the bookstore it was uh it was pretty powerful and uh, i'm glad i got to be in the space and uh it was uh it was what new haven does best when you allow new haven to be new haven do you know what I mean? Gathering people in a neighborhood that people ordinarily wouldn't be in. It's just, it was just, uh, it's just, it just was amazing, and uh, and it centered yourself in a, in your narration. Uh, it centered you in a in a in a in a life of service, which which I believe I live. Um, it just it just centered me in my life of service and why I am committed to doing what I do. And I and I don't have an explanation to people why I do all the things that I do. It's just I just feel like, well, all right. <laughs> go do this. Let's go do that. 
Let's go make this happen. And uh, and it is not for glory. You know, it's just not not for glory. And uh, I don't I don't do it for the glory because God knows. You know, it's just one of those things. You just do you do the work that's needed to be done because you see the need to be done. Yeah, that's it. You know. So anyway, and and in a time when everybody's all riffing about Chris Rock and Will Smith, I don't care about none of these rich mofo's because uh, none of that translates to what happens to black women on the streets. None of it. None of it. So you can say whatever you want. Uh-huh. You could talk about whatever you want. None of that mess translates to what happens to us. You can say whatever the hell you want. None of it. None of it. None of it. So uh, none of that helps formerly incarcerated women. None of that helps women with children. None of it. None of it. It doesn't attack patriarchy. It doesn't do anything. It's rich people doing rich people mess. <laughs> And, uh, and that's where I'm at. Chris Rock is funny. He's a comedian. All right. Will Smith is an actor. He's a damn good one. All right. His wife is janky as hell. Okay. That's it. I don't got no... Okay. Now, listen. I got grace for all of them. But you know what I... What, what bothers me is that we spent a whole hell of a lot of time talking about that mess. But meanwhile, you know, there's other things that need to happen. So that's just my two cents. I thought Chris Rock is funny. I think Will Smith is talented. They'll either resolve their issues or they won't. I what the hell? <laughs> I mean, what do they represent? Nothing but rich. <laughs> All I know. You know, that's it. I don't know. I'm just I'm just gonna leave that right there. So uh, I was going to go over to the New Haven Independent because I wanted wanted to see the. And I don't know if Paul is out here in these streets, which I'm sure he is. I still have not had um Gorilla Lemonade. Go look for that today. Where is it? Where? Get me some. Uh... Some gorilla lemonade. I haven't had it yet. So I'm on the I'm on the New Haven uh, Independent site. That's what I'm looking at. So gorilla lemonade. And Lauren has sent me where she thought I could find it. Might just be. I mean, I'll find it. I don't know why I can't ever find it. Maybe I'm not looking in the right places. I'm gonna go. Oh, they were giving samples out at the Schwartzman Center. Oh, they ain't call me. The Schwartzman people didn't call me about that. They call me for everything else. They call me for the lemonade taste. You know. Anyway, I, I tell you what, I, I went to the New Haven Independent because I saw the piece teased uh, outdoor cafes get late winter ultimatum. I, I don't I don't understand why they want these people to pack up these sidewalk cafes or whatever for five weeks. And then April, they get to come back out. I don't. What? 
I don't know. They let people be outside. What is the problem? You know, in the absence of leadership, you get this. You know, I, I don't, I don't, uh, they should just let these restaurants be out there. <sighs> just let them be out there. And I, I don't get it. You know, I mean, the parking spaces are needed. Really? Are they really? We've been three years in the pandemic. You really? Is that that those couple of coins are gonna make that difference? Uh, drivers are inconvenienced, really? I, I I don't. I'm not buying that. You know. Uh, I'm just. I don't know. I just. You know, it's it's not easy to park downtown anyway. I don't care if they opened up all the streets and they took all the sidewalk cafe seating out. Downtown is popping. And when it's popping, it's challenging. That's just what it is. So those 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 spots are not going to make a, a, a difference. You know, go, go where you got to go. I'm going to read this and I'm going to comment later. People went in, though. They were waxing poetic. You know. But, you know, in the absence of leadership, <laughs> in the absence of leadership, you get this. And I hope those, I hope the restaurants and bars push back. I hope they do. You know, I hope they push back. Like, come on, stop it. Let that, let that stuff stay to stay. You know what? You're not getting that money for the parking. And 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 why? Because it was fine when it was... I actually like when it's blocked off. Because in the summertime, when you're out walking and strolling, cars have to do their... They have to work harder to go out the way. And I like that. And I drive a car. I don't know. I just, you know, I just find everything so... In the absence of leadership. <laughs> That's where I'm at. That is where I'm at. It is Tuesday in the Elm. I think the weather looks pretty good. Uh, I feel a little tired. Oh, I can't pull up my weather. It's unavailable. What is going on? Hmm. Let me check to see if my, my Wi-Fi is not on. That's why. Do-do-do-do-do. Uh, I got so much to do, as everyone does. So, um, uh, what was I thinking about? Oh, there's some events coming up that I think are worth talking about. Um, the Qs are having uh, their royal affair coming up April, I believe. I am hosting uh, their Women Leadership Talk. It's a virtual talk. I'm going to facilitate that conversation, women leadership. So thank you for that. Um, I am heading over to uh, Wesleyan for their talk. And uh, I'm very excited by that. That's very, let me see, what is his name? 
huh? I don't know what's happening. You know, I forget people's names like 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 I never knew their names. Um, so uh, so I'm doing that thing at Wesleyan with uh, Kalila. She is facilitating a conversation in the early part of the day around um, reimagining public safety. And, you know, I talk a lot about that. Uh, I talk a lot about public safety and, uh, and, and what we imagine it to be. And so this is perfect that I'm going to be at a conference that does that, that the title is reimagining public safety. Uh, and what makes us safe? You know, is it more police? Um, what responsibility do we as citizens have to our own safety in our neighborhoods? You know, uh, and, and those are real questions. You know, what part does government play in in securing our safety in our neighborhoods? You know, do we want to be in a police state? Do all the cameras and ring doorbells and 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 phones and all the things does that make us safer? Do we feel safer knowing that people are watching? Who's watching? And how much watching do we want them to do? You know, and and is it for safety? You know. Um, so so that's for me, that's at the heart of all these kinds of conversations around public safety and reimagining public safety. So I look forward to the conversation. Oh, and FYI, Breakwater Books in Guilford is not going anywhere. They found a, a buyer for the bookstore. So everybody in Guilford was clutching their pearls about this bookstore. Uh, cool. Uh-oh, my friends from uh, the Yale Schwarzman Center sent me a message. What they talking about? What they, they want me to come over there and drink some lemonade? <laughs> oh, yeah, we need as much. Oh, I... Okay, Lorena. Lorena was like, we need we need much outdoor space as possible. What street does it affect the most? Chapel. Many streets in Europe are changing, changing to be closed to cars completely for safety and climate change. I, I I'm with you. I think we I think we should just make it more accessible for pedestrians. I think we should be in the spirit of walking. I don't think we need all these damn cars downtown. And I have a car. So I'm not saying this because I don't have a car and I'm a bus rider. I'm saying this because I have a car, you know, and I, I hey, listen, when you live in a city that's hustle and bustle and everybody wants to be a part of it, parking is going to be at a premium. I personally think that is a measure of how good your city is to folks coming in and enjoying it. If you want parking, go to Guilford or Brantford or Madison or Stonington or where, wherever the wherever the population is less and wherever something is happening is less. You in New Haven, New Haven is a thriving city, thriving. And I remember one time I went downtown to, to go to an event at the Schubert. There was stuff going on at the Schubert, the palace. It was like three things. <laughs> there was no parking. Oh my God, I was so frustrated. And you know, I'm one of these people, I feel like if it's my town, I don't want to go into a lot, but you know, I'm, the older I get, the more I'm like, okay, let me go into a lot because it's gonna be hard to find parking on the street. And I like parking on the street for the convenience, but when I'm going to an event, I want I was going to a lot. If the lot is full, I'll find another lot. And I get it. You don't want to walk far. You're all dressed up, got on heels. I get it. I do it all the time. 
I'll circle the block until I find someplace, you know, until I can find a spot that makes sense for me. Or I find a lot, you know, and I, and I like a lot rather than a garage because a lot I could just walk through. A garage, I got to get in the elevator. I got to deal with people running up on me. Maybe, you know, you know, it's unlikely this might going to run up on me. I'm 5'8", 280 pounds. Okay, 290 pounds. Okay, a solid 300 pounds. But anyway. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But in the absence of leadership, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get hokey dokey. No, you guys get stuff that don't make any sense. And maybe it makes sense if I'm sitting in the meetings and I'm listening to the presentation of why this needs to be done. I'm like, it's the weather is wonderful out. It's not snowing out or anything. The weather is nice. People will sit outside for 40 degree weather. The owl shop people, I'll sit out there and smoke a cigar at 40, 50 degree. That's optimum smoking cigar weather. I'll sit out there and have a cocktail. You know, if the weather is 50 degrees, 40 degrees. I could do it. I've done it. I don't know. Leave these restaurants alone. They're trying to make back some money that they lost the last three damn years. And plus, you know what? Having our city be pedestrian friendly is a cool thing. I think. You know, if you really want to make some inroads to parking and traffic, then go over there down there by Yale. You frontage road. Deal with that. <laughs> Fix that. Fix the boulevard. Fix that. Put some attention on where where people are actually getting killed. <laughs> Go fix that. You know, downtown needs to be viable. It it is it is it is a lifeline. And listen, I listen. This is not a conversation about downtown versus other neighborhoods. So don't people better not come at me with that foolishness. I live in a, I live in a neighborhood, and uh, and I know. Uh, what needs to happen and what needs to be done and you know all of that so uh, just saying let's just uh, you know just uh, let's just keep our city tight right like let's make it walkable Let's let's do all the things you know, I'm I'm on air, people. People are texting me. I cannot deal with you while I'm on air. And, uh, you know, get back to me. I'll get back to you. Stop texting me. <laughs> Stop texting me. So thanks from the Sportsman Center for the shout out for the space. We need outdoor spaces. I I would, I like to be able to, I, I, you know, I actually think you shouldn't be able to drive nowhere up College Street unless you're dropping off people to venues. That's it. That's it. Let them have the chairs out there, and it, and it makes the city look alive and pretty. You know, seeing people sit outside, enjoying cocktails with friends and meals, and you know, all up and down College Street and and wrap around the corner a little bit. I like it. Jacks and all the places. Like that's a that's a nice look. Damn these people who want to drive. You know what? Go drive up two blocks and cut over. That's what you gotta do. You know, or listen, 
they didn't shut the street down. The street is not shut down. It's just one lane, which probably is safer. Because I've seen people come through College Street, you know, like a bat out of hell. You know, because that's a that's a strip right there. But anyway, I'm just saying. We want we want we want our city to be walkable. But in the absence of leadership, you get this kind of foolishness. Man, is there is there do I need to put out a, a signal? Are there any mayoral candidates out there worth worth energy and effort? Anybody? Somebody? Where's the Marvel universe when you need it? <laughs> Maybe I want too much. Maybe I want too much in leadership. You know what I mean? Maybe I want too much. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm. Maybe I. Maybe my my hopes and wishes are uh, greater than its reach. You know. Maybe maybe we have to live with lackluster, mediocre. Maybe. You know, unimaginative and people confined to the into the thinking of their times. Maybe. Is it too much to ask? Or a world-focused mayor, a community-focused mayor, you know, someone who can connect communities, someone who's not petty and mean-spirited, you know, someone who celebrates diversity and encourages diversity and seeks diversity. Is it, I have a dream. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I want too much. This is my city. I I I was born here. I was raised here. I know the I know the beat of the city. I know it's I know it's byways. I know it's cut throughs. I know it's weak points. I I know it. I breathe it. I live it. I I choose it. I choose this city. I want I want a mayor that does too. I want a mayor that chooses this city at every turn. From 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 East Rock to 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 New Hallville. From from Westville to the hill, you know, from Goat Goat from Goat City <laughs> to City Point. I want a mayor that could go in any part of the city and be at home, and and can and can see progress and want more for it than than anybody. Do you know what I mean? I I want to see that kind of mayor. I want to see a mayor who celebrates people, you know, who says, what is the needs of the community and how can I help? Not just BS listen, you know, these little listening things and then then turn around and do something that has nothing to do with nothing. I have a dream. <laughs> so uh, well, maybe, maybe, maybe Sweet Honey in the Rock. Uh, songs are, are more apropos uh, because I, I just feel like we just we I, I you know the best and the brightest among us never run because it's a heavy lift and you have to you have to cut through so much foolishness but there's got to be somebody out there who wants to cut through the foolishness who is qualified to be mayor you know who doesn't have an axe to grind 
and I'm so sick of these candidates that swing through talking about, well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, uh, you know, this and that and the other thing. I don't like this. And I tell me what you like about New Haven. Tell me what you want to build upon about New Haven. Tell me, tell me why you think New Haven is a, a, a home for you and your people. Your, and by people, I mean your family. Why? What is it about this city that you want to raise and uh, raise its vibration to the point where anybody that walks into the city is welcome and anybody that comes to the city can call it home? That's what I want. I, I want, I want to, I want this city to, to, to really shine. I, I want, I want people who are walking down the avenue to feel like there's no separation between the avenue and downtown. I want people to sort of drive through and not be afraid that the cops going to run up on them and do them harm. And, and I don't think our cops do that. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think our cops do that, but we need, we need, we need, we need leadership. I always think of the mayor uh, of a city as the ultimate ambassador for the city, the ultimate ambassador. Like there's no one better than the mayor to rep the city. You know what I mean? That, that, that the mayor is 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 the ringleader for all the things to happen with this with the competent staff that 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 goes out there and carries the best intentions of the mayor we don't have that we don't have that and uh keep going paul i believe in you <laughs> keep going Anyway, that's that's what I want. That's why I, I don't I don't want to I don't want to have a debate. I don't want to I don't want to participate in a debate with people who are lackluster and uninteresting and have archaic ideas about how to run this city. You know, no, no. You know, I want I want to I want a mayor who could dream big and then have people around him who can execute the dream so that the dream becomes a reality. You know, I, I don't want a petty mayor who whines and whines and whines and wants to grind people to the ground and, you know, want to be, you know, low-key disrespectful, you know, don't even know what's important, you know, always, you know, ugh, at odds when people disagree with him. You're not doing a good job, mayor. I said it. And, you know, and I, and I, it's not personal. I don't know that cat from Tom. <laughs> I don't know him. I don't know him. You know, I just, I just look at the landscape of what he brings to the table, and uh, it's just lackluster and mediocre and uninteresting. There's nothing interesting that comes out of that mayor's office. I tell you, what does come out of the mayor's office that's interesting and exciting? cultural affairs that's an exciting office right there but i'm gonna leave that alone because god knows if i talk too much about it he'll get all up in his feelings and probably get rid of that too because <laughs> you know he's a man that doesn't want us to have nice things <laughs> you know so i listen it through well well you know those who those of us who believe in freedom cannot rest 
<laughs> That's what Sweet Honey and the Rock said. Ella's song, those who believe in freedom cannot rest. So I believe in freedom. So I guess I'm not resting. But I'm taking my fight in other places. You know, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to fight in places in other places that's 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 just what it is so but i i you know enough about the mayor it is what it is we got what we got and you know listen people work in community in spite <laughs> people doing work in spite of you know i had a good weekend uh running around this arts community we only i we have a mayor who, i don't need, i never see him at arts things I, ne I never see him or his family at arts things. I never see him taking in any arts. I never hear him speaking about the arts. Does he, you know, I never see him at stuff. And maybe he goes to stuff and we just miss each other. I don't know. You know maybe the arts community just doesn't invite him. They're like, you know what? Be better off. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I'm wrong in my observation. <laughs> and that's okay. I've been wrong in my observations before. You know, but I feel like if arts is what's catching this city on fire, then the mayor should be right there with a with a with a with a big fan, fanning the flames. But no. So anyway, word on the street. Look at that blue sky. Good morning, Babs. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good morning. Some visitors to our city who like you enjoy cultural events at night. The Yay! I can't I can't hear you too well, Paul. Speak up closer. Can you hear us now? Oh yeah, now I can hear you. Yes. So how how was it last night? What's the word on the street? Very very special because the young man who played the recital at Woolsey Hall, his last master's recital, I started him on organ in Texas. Oh when he was like ten years old. Ten years old. So did he come to Yale as well as people get to go for free because he's such an amazing musician? Well, he, he's not 10 years old now. He's in his 20s. What I meant is he goes to Yale School of Music? I, he, yes, yes. I, I don't know. We're, we're meeting he and his brand new bride for brunch in about an hour. So Where are you going? Poppies. Okay, you know what I'm interested in? So Yale School of Music, a bunch of years ago, some wealthy person gave them so much money that everyone could go free. I'll ask. So I, all of a sudden, don't know that they, they got the best musicians in the world. Oh. So it sounds like you trained one of the most amazing musicians. He That recital last night was pretty amazing. What, what was play? his name? What's his name? Nico, N-I-C-O, Tolker, P-J-O-E-L-K-E-R. And tell me how you started to train him in what town in Texas? It was in Bryan, Texas. B-R-I-N? B-R-Y-A-N. And uh, I was at uh, the music director at a church that his family was part of. Uh -huh. And uh, we, we discovered that he had a talent for music and so he was really interested in the organ. So I started him and wow. he, meanwhile, his family moved to Australia. He studied in Sydney, he studied in Europe and he's, <laughs> he's finishing up his pastors right now here. So it's pretty exciting. So what church was it? It was First Presbyterian Church in Bryan, Texas. And how did you know he was talented? He wasn't playing the organ yet. Was he, he singing well? Or he was in my children's choir. And I discovered if I sat down and played something on the piano, even though he never had piano lessons, he could sit down and play the same thing. And like we thought, oh, hands. this guy is talented. Like both hands. Yeah. he wow. just do it. And he, we discovered he had perfect pitch. And he was interested in the organ. And so we started him on organ. And 
never never looked back. And how many years did you have him in Texas before he left oh, Australia? About three years. And those were the formative years. Well, I, I like to think so. Were you the organ was, teacher? I well, I was the organist at the church, and so I yeah, I taught I taught organ, and uh, I didn't have a lot of students, but it's a great story. And, and he's he's the, obviously the most talented student I ever had. I never and would he come once a week after school Sunday? Yeah, yeah, he came once a week. And he come to practice too. His dad was supervising his practice, so his dad would kind of walk around. And what kind of kid was he? Then was he antsy? Could he sit down calmly? At a oh, oh yeah, he's, he's a very quiet student, very serious. And when you were teaching him, did you say to yourself, "I got a prodigy"? Well, yeah. I mean, I I knew he was very talented, uh, and I, and of course, he's so gifted. He could have gone into anything. He could have gone. I mean, his dad is an environmental scientist. He could have gone that direction. He could have. You know, but he chose to go to Oregon, and it's yes, he's amazing, and he's going to be amazing. I can't wait to fo keep following his career. So it's twelve years later, yeah, and you were still in touch with him. Yes. So he led was there for only three years, very important years. Right. Right. Did you every year stay in touch? Like how's this happen? Well, I was sort of his parents too, so I, I kept in touch. Well, and as all bad things you would say about me, I'll say you know. Short so name. it sounds like Plus I know nothing list. about this. It's it's really hard. It was like the doctoral students would all want to play it, and it was just so it was like the hardest piece ever. So here he played it on his master's recital. Played it last night. It's like a half an hour long, and it's just and how do you do? A, 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 uh, stunning, amazing. I mean, he made it look so easy, and that organ in Woolley Hall is just from the from the loudest trumpets and and principals to the softest strings in Celeste. And there's even a harp stop that he used. So he just showed off all the different types and colors. And of they the just organ. put a lot of money into Woolsey too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So how did you feel sitting there when he played this? <laughs> what kind of like, money? I can't believe I started this game. You know, I mean, <laughs> what a privilege for me. Now, I know I nothing about the music, right. but it sounds like one of the three pieces he played has a religious to it, right? Uh, you know, a lot of music for organ, because organs tend to be in churches, a lot of the music is religiously based. Yeah. And yeah. do you still teach at the church? No, I don't. Well, I'm not in Texas anymore. I retired and I moved to Delaware to be near. Where in Delaware? Uh, Middletown. My, I spent a lot of time in Wilmington because my wife was in there. Oh, okay. Well, I, I play in a lot of churches in Wilmington. I substitute, so I'm playing one place different practically every week. And when did you last teach? Well, 
I actually just got a request from adult to ask uh, to give her some lessons. So maybe maybe now. But how long ago did you retire? <laughs> I retired at 24. Ever have another student like Dia? No, no, and I won't. So how do you feel this morning after all that? You get life here, life oh, has done something special. Yeah, yeah, great. And I'm I'm delighted that we're going to meet him for brunch and have a chance to talk a little more and find out what's next, you know, for them. At so, Popeyes. Poppies. Poppies. Poppies on State uh, Whitney Avenue. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. And what are you doing first? You can go to the Apple store? Or? Whitney, we want to buy a Yale t-shirt. We're walking down here to get <laughs> <laughs> I got to get Yale t-shirts for my grandkids. Have you I, I can tell you where you can get some bootleg ones. <laughs> Have you been to New Haven before? I was here in January for the, the wedding. wedding. Yeah. Right. Babs, any questions? Oh, welcome to our city. Are you enjoying it? Does it feel uh, walkable to you? We're enjoying walking around. Thank you. All right. Well, Babs, we're going to say goodbye on Love Babs, Love Talks, WNHH New Haven's home for community radio. Thank you. Wow. I forgot that there was a concert going on because I there's somebody else. Um, there's a young man who was running the uh, Yale Underground Jazz, the Yale Undergraduate Jazz uh, Collective. And I believe he's got a... Um, I believe he's got a recital coming up. I hope I didn't miss it because I wanted to pop in and see him. Um, now I got to go back and look because she just reminded me of that because this is like recital recital going on now because then I think spring break happens next week you know, or at the end of this week. Um, it happens. Oh, let me, let me just shout out Miles and... Uh, Ryan from the Divinity School. I love them both. Miles came by the gallery yesterday. Yesterday was my last day um, in the gallery, hanging out and doing spiritual direction kind of work with folks. It was, I had a nice bunch of people come through. It was really, really nice. But anyway, Miles came through. He's a Divinity student. And I saw Ryan last night at... Um, at the uh, Mahmood conversation. And then she came over to uh, Possible Futures and hung out. And she was living in Hartford and commuting back and forth. And now she's squarely in New Haven, which I'm, I'm happy about. So, uh, so she, seems, she seems fine. And uh, uh, she's a very uh, talented uh, future woman. And, uh, and I just enjoy watching her on the gram. And she's very beautiful looking too. So, uh, and she's a soror. So anyway, so Miles and Ryan, which I know they are not listening to me this morning, whatever, but it was really nice to see y'all and meet y'all. So uh, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, go and find out, look through my notes and see um, uh, when the, the thing is. Tonight I'm going to, I think I'm going to something tonight too. I think I am going to something at the Schubert uh let me see uh because you know i never pass up an opportunity to go see stuff so i think uh yes where, where am i going i'm going to see uh dion warwick presents hits the musical i'm gonna go see hits the musical tonight so i get I, and i i imagine it's music <laughs> Uh, I'm imagining some of the best songs in a lifetime. So, so I'm looking forward to just sitting in the theater, hearing some good music, hanging out with my peeps. And uh, that's what it is. So yeah, life is good. 
Somebody asked me the other day, how am I, how am I doing? And I, I gleefully was like, I'm, I am so good. Yeah. And, it, 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 and, and when you say you're so good, it does not mean absence of challenges. It does not mean that. It just means that the challenges are not so great that they take over and control my mood. That's, that's what I'm saying. That, so when I say I'm just joyfully and gleefully happy, that's what I mean. Like it's, It doesn't mean that there aren't any challenges because God knows I have challenges. But the challenges are not overrunning my life. There's just perspective. And, I, you know, as you age, you get that perspective. You know, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm facing right now, had I faced this a year, two, three, four, five years ago, maybe, it I would have just been like, oh, my God, why does this keep happening to me? Oh, my God, I don't, I don't think like that anymore. You know what? When the challenge comes, I immediately go into, first I, first I go, thank you, God, for the opportunity to be able to handle what I need to handle. That's my first thing. And then I go right into, let me see what I can do to handle this situation. So I don't play victim. First of all, I don't play victim, but I don't play victim. I don't I don't go, oh, this is happening to me. This keeps happening to me. But if you're saying that something keeps happening to you, then you might need to look at the equation and why are you the common denominator? <laughs> but but once you do that, then you go right into problem solving. Is this a problem that I can solve? And then you start inventory the resources of your life. All right, this is a problem. Who best can I talk to about how to address, how to take care of, how to alleviate this problem? And that's how I walk in the world. Because now I, I cannot, I cannot spend my time wringing my hands about what is happening to me as if, as if it's personal. Circumstances happen all the time. Sometimes your money ain't balancing out right. And it'll make everything else behind it up, you know, crazy. So I know money is coming. If I got to make phone calls and make arrangements to do some things, then that's just, that's, that's, that's how it gets solved. So that I'm not wringing my hands thinking, oh my God, I don't have enough money. Because as long as I keep saying I don't have enough money, guess what happens? I'll never have enough money. So, so that's what I say. I have all the money I need. It's just not all right here in front of me, but I have all the money I need. And just keep moving. I'm 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 a hope dealer. I I don't want problems to ruin my life. I don't want challenges to run me. I don't want to sit and pout about what is happening. I always want to be proactive. And then sometimes, boys and girls, saints and sinners. <laughs> You got to put whatever the issue is on the altar and allow the universe to be like, I got this. You just keep doing you. I got this. Now, when you say put stuff on the altar for the universe or God or the creator, whatever, it does not absolve you from working. That's not what that means. It just means that you create space for whatever that is and that you will address it in whatever ways that make sense that keep the peace in your life. 
The goal is to keep the peace in your life, saints and sinners. <laughs> keep the peace. I remember being worried about money and how I'm going to pay this and how I'm going to pay that. And oh my God, I got to feed kids. I got to do this. I got to do. I remember being up at night worried and scared and afraid. And you know what that did? That just made me more worried, scared, and afraid. And it's a rhythm to learning how to sort of undo that bad habit of being in lack. You know, and I'm not, listen, I'm not one of these prosperity gospel people. I, I'm not telling, I'm not one of them people. I just understand. I understand the law of attraction. I understand how what you think comes the reality. And so you have the power, you always have the power to sort of move about the world in a way that brings you all the things that you say that you want. Me, I want peace and goodwill and good measure. That's what I want. And the ability to keep to keep movement in my body. That's that's what I want, you know, and the, and the love of good friends. And damn it, if I don't have it, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I don't have it. I mean, I have it. I have it. I have it in spades. I mean, I, I have it in spades. You know, uh, I don't, I, I'm more loved than I know what to do with. That's pretty nice. You know, I have people who care deeply about my well-being. And when I say my well-being, my physical health, my mental health, my emotional health, health that they care deeply about all the things that make me bad. So I'm, I, I tell you, I'm the best version of myself there ever been right now, right this moment. There are some challenges and some heartaches. Yes, yes, there are. There are. And, uh, but uh, I think everything works out for the good. I think, I do. Everything is working out for the good. Are you in the bathroom? Oh, I didn't know you were in there. I thought you was okay. Where you headed? Got them eyes on. <laughs> okay, that's a good thing. Listen, get up, get dressed, do your thing. You have the power. We got the power. All right. Um, that was a good conversation, Paul. Thanks for running up on people. And if you haven't gotten to Poppy's Paul, which I don't know if you would go to Poppy's, it's a charming place. I like it. I like it. I, I got to bring them some pancakes, but I got to go. We got to take a break. I'll be back in about 15 minutes. Y'all don't go nowhere. Hang out. Talk amongst yourselves, saints and sinners. Hi, this is Babs Rawls-Ivy from New Haven, Connecticut, and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. While COVID may not stop a baby's heart, isn't a child with a rising fever, cough, and chills enough to make your heart skip a beat? Children are 19% of reported COVID cases with higher rates in Hispanic and Black children. Vaccinated six months to five-year-olds are 80% less likely to get COVID, which means 80% healthier New Haven one-year-olds and 100% happier New Haven parents. To learn more, Visit nhbbacks.org. If you feel that comfortable, you ain't gotta go nowhere. 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 Where? 
the word we're in referring to my black brothers and sisters when you really want me to mistreat my miss silly like mr like rama i just want you to follow the leader when whitey want me to beat her like silly to hop over to do the sophia leave the color purple bruises on a complexion need to give her everlasting love and affection with every inch of my enormous direction in a mid-session in producing positive pregnancy tests i bring the drama like some of osama suicide bombers pose like a comma as i preach to teach truth like dalai lama overcome like obama offer from a prima donna looking for a shorty from the hood with the heart of osana influential like a nephew in his martyr big papa hook up the mic the head a scholar drop a paragraph of power on the missus so just shut up and listen to what i'm spitting the price of admission to a show that of a college tuition listen to the lyrical lecture from pa the professor putting listeners to the test in the second semester scholarship for my future scholars as in the hood bringing home honors but can't come up with the dollars and the earning for the higher learning it's like an eternal flame you're in my heart that stays burning martin luther king had a dream better yet a vision to get a youth the opportunity to make a decision in a life mission giving your mommy's ambition to want to be more than a dancer in a video vision pop told me you can analyze but don't idolize another but that cat mike jack was a bad motherfucker and that man james brown was a bad soul brother in krs told me about the street time concrete all i see is blood stained white sheet say they somebody dying is bringing heat like dying and you ain't got that beef they'll clapping friggin' fire all i hear is sirens pray i ain't taking another loss life came with a course and we all pay it names and graves claim the graves that we lay and they gon' tell you they love you won't tell you when they was hating and them saying niggas that's gon' fake it until they make it the rest of us out here gon' get it cause we gon' take it don't tell me what you got tell me how you got it that ain't the life you live so how you figure you bought it i'ma be real till i die you say the same and i doubt it you let the hype gas you up i'm hot regardless without it never been the type to brag but i got this in the bag and i'm trying for the fuck no for the audition of a hag and my dad a bigger crib mama better way to live my sister the comfortability of not needing these niggas Build me a house up on the mountain and some issues Make a seat through just to walk around but naked in that if I deserve it All the time I put in hustling and grinding for ends Can't tell me I don't deserve it All the time I put in hustling and grinding for ends Can't tell me I don't deserve it For eight time I fought tears Feeling alone all these years Fighting and facing my fears Can't tell me I don't deserve it For all the time I fought tears Feeling alone all these years Fighting and facing my fears Can't tell me I don't deserve it For eight night I stayed up with a pain in my gut, cold wind in my strut, don't know where I'm going, but I'm going and I ain't looking back, could only blame myself thinking only if I could have took it back, I've been stupid, I've been foolish, but I'm growing, so improvement, if I got something to prove, then I'm proving it to myself, then no matter how hard it get, I'ma play the cards that I dealt, go hard for what I felt, but I'm feeling like killing everything in my path, don't nothing last too long, even the pain stay strong till I'm under the grave and gone, gotta get right for eight, time I did wrong, for eight night I sat up like the off descended all, got up for May 4, standing tall, never gave up, leave it to them to try to make it seem like they made us, cause they be showing love, to disguise the fact that they hate us, been in the game too long, nerve them to try to play us, MVP most valid position, I'm comfortable wherever they couldn't fit in, you could have all the riches and be dead broke and need a fix and tell me what's your intentions, why they trying to change sneakers, I'm trying to change the conditions, I deserve it. All the time I put in hustling and grinding for ends, can't tell me I don't deserve it. All the time I put in hustling and grinding for ends, can't tell me I don't deserve it. For eight time I fought tears, feeling alone all these years, fighting and facing my fears, can't tell me I don't deserve it. For all the time I fought tears, feeling alone all these years, fighting and facing my fears, can't tell me I don't deserve it.
deserve it. Can't tell me I don't deserve it. I deserve it. When I was 16, I was really in the streets. Hey. In one night, getting buck, we lie. Little mama, you fine. Please and step on my J's. 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 In the line all day. I've been trapping all night. Getting fresh all year. Stepping on the main right. Please and step on my J's. 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 In the line all day. I've been trapping all night. Getting fresh all year. Trapping on the main right, please and step on my J's. Blue 12s on suede, yeah, I don't even play. Buy money on J's, 13s all gold. I was trapping in the cold, 14s all blue. Trust boy, those old, fresh like all year. I'm just playing my role, custom made, you can't find them. OVOs might blind them, call me out, I ain't lying. MJ might sign him, either way, I'm shining. Cut the line, I'm buying. Please and step on my 
G's. Please and step on my G's. Please and step on my G's. Please and step on my G's. In the line all day. I've been trapping all night. Getting fresh all year. Stepping on the main right. Please and step on my G's. 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 In the line all day. I've been trapping all night. Getting fresh all year. Stepping on the main right.
and you're listening to WNHHLP 103.5 FM, streaming live at newhavenindependent.org. Woo! Welcome back to the second hour of Love, Babs, Love Talk. Thank you all for hanging out, tuning in, staying around. Thanks, sinners. We all here together. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Feels like a Friday. <laughs> Tuesday. Tuesday. Second day of the week. We in it, y'all. We out here. <laughs> out here. We out here. We out here. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, my day is pretty... Uh, uh free i don't have too much going on today it gets a little janky tomorrow and the next day but today you know i just got like one meeting at the end of the day um i've got homework i need to do for the uh lsat study people keep asking me how's it going how's it going how's it going it's a lift It is a lift, but right now nothing is changing, but I'm going to have to make some decisions shortly about where I put my attention. So I'm going to have to think long and hard about that, but right now, no decisions are being made. Just, we're just moving forward. We're just like, you know, we're rocking and rolling. We're doing our thing. We out here and uh, that's it. That's all I can tell you right now. So. Um, I don't even know what's coming up for the weekend. I'm sure it'll be another jam-packed weekend of stuff. We'll see how it goes, people. Oh, I'm going to the symphony on Friday. We're going to roll up to the symphony on Friday and uh, check out the the second candidate. Uh, See how they control. Uh, I'm I'm hanging out with Allison um, for lunch for her birthday, Allison, Allison Regis. On Saturday, after I get out of class, and then uh, and then I head up to uh, story story week, storytelling week at Trinity Retreat Center. I do that uh, next week, so I won't be here. Won't be around. Won't be around. Uh, so I'll be up there immersing myself into rest and story. <laughs> I'll bring my laptop too, cause train guy keep on rolling. Proud Mary got to keep on. What is it? Uh, Proud Mary's got to keep on rolling. So that's what it's going to do. It's going to do what's going to do. I tell you, I, I heard about the uh, Lionel Richie and the Earth, Wind and Fire concert. That's a that's going to be a damn good concert. I don't know. I might have to figure that one out if it comes anywhere close to Connecticut. You know. I know folks are working on bringing Samara Joy here. You know, that's my love. So I'm looking forward to having her come. I don't know what entity could make it happen. You need some support, let me know. I don't know if it's the Schwartzman Center. They could bring her for a night. Uh, The Divinity School could bring her. Uh, Arts and Ideas could bring her. Somebody could bring her. Come on now. And I'm going to be right there. So we got we got space. We got people people listen, people will come. Just let me know how I can help. <laughs> let me know. I'm gonna be right there with her. Uh be right there. Oh, let's see what else is going on. Oh, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on? 
uh, I was I was just checking my fe- Facebook feed. People still people still up in their feelings about Chris Rock and Will Smith. I'm done talking about it. I've had enough. I don't care, Miss Miss Misogynor. Yes, okay. Patriarchy. Yes, okay. Racism. Yes, okay. All the things. Now let's move on from it. Because at the end of the day, they're two rich men. And it doesn't translate well into my everyday practical life. So, so yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was fodder for for the water cooler. But now I'm like, all right. Whatever. You know. Whatever. I'm done. (laughs) Have at it, y'all. Have at it. Take the high road, take the low road, take any road. I'm off the road. That's that's where I'm at. I'm off the road. I, I just, oh, too much, too much. I tell you what I am getting ready for. I didn't realize Luther was at the movies. It's at the movies. I had some gall. I would, well, I'm, I'm out tonight, but otherwise I would go catch a, maybe I could catch an early show. Most of us at the movies. If I could catch it at the movies, I'm going to go see it at the movies. Although, you know, watching it from the comfort of my bed feeds the fantasy of Idris Elba. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But it's, if it's at the movies, and I think I think it is at the movies until it goes to streaming, I think by this weekend. Yeah. Next weekend, this weekend. Um. So I might try to catch it and uh, and safe travels to my mood if uh, if if his people's got him tuned in. I didn't tell him what to tune into, so whatever. Safe travels, safe travels, brother. Uh, he's on the same wavelength as me and my girlfriends. You know, like we are gonna move out the country and live somewhere else for a little bit. You know, some kind of partial thing. You know, because he's like, I got kids here. I was like, me too. <laughs> We trying to we trying to figure out where we want to go, you know. We we you know, we think in Rwanda, Costa Rica, Portugal. Uh, you know, we got some ideas. And so once I once I once I get past my Morocco trip, uh, then I can see my way clear to planning a trip to uh to to Kigali, uh, you know, and spend some time over there. You know, figure out a time to go. Like, what's the best time to? To go visit Kigali and, and run around. We'll see. We'll see. We'll make it work. We will make it work. That's all. So uh it'll be good. It'll be fun. It'll be lovely. It'll be nice. Uh, yeah. Lots of people are on that on that tip. I, I follow a lot of expats. On uh, online uh, and talking about you know where they are and all the places. I mean, there's there's black folks everywhere, you know, and black folks who are willing to sort of talk to you about their experiences wherever they are, you know. So, so that's a it's a nice it's a nice feeling to be able to sort of connect to people that way. And I've sat in on some uh, expat webinars and stuff about how to, uh, you know, I, I I think I sat in on one. The sister and her family bought a farm in Kigali. So I, I I sat in on that one. That was pretty good. I don't want a farm though. But never say never. Like I'm I'm never I'm not going to I'm not going to take it off the list of things 
to own or have. I'm just saying, I'm not thinking farm, but yeah, I guess you have to think about land and owning some land would be not, it was not in my mind, but it gives me thought, you know, it gives me pause. So who's, we'll see, we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see what happens. And uh, we'll see what happens. Keep moving forward and uh, looking at information. And then, I mean, you know, the, the thing now, the next thing now is to just go visit. Uh, and once I, once we, once we get, past the Marrakesh trip because you know that that's a lift uh once we get past that then we can see our way through to uh other stuff so we'll we'll make it all work it, it'll all it'll all work <laughs> that's that's my prayer that it'll it'll all work and we'll you know so yeah so I cut up some cucumbers cut up some lemons Cut up some ginger, put it in a big vase of water. Now I'm I'm trying to hydrate myself. I even have a, a thermos. Pour it, I pour water into the thermos and carry that with me. And I mean, this is day two of doing it. So I don't really have the routine down. Hey pig. <laughs> so I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to make it a habit. It's gonna take 30 days for it to be a habit. I got a long haul. But day two. Drinking water. You know, spa water, little cucumber. You know, cucumber is very potent. I didn't realize how potent it was until, I mean, I drink it when I go to spas. I go places and they got it out. It's always refreshing, blah, 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 a little mint. I put it in my water. It just feels like it's a lot of cucumber. (laughs) So I have lemon, cucumber, and ginger. It's nice. I mean, you know, I need it. So I'm I'm gonna hydrate the body. I'm just gonna drink this lemon ginger water. I'm gonna find some fresh mint, throw some fresh mint in too. Give it that little bit of you know, a little bit of little fresh mint. And uh and uh keep keep hydrating. Oh my gosh, so much, so much to do. So little time. Today is the seventh. Oh, this this time is flying by. It really is. It is. It's still season of Lent. Uh, and I think it's uh Indian holiday, holy. Holly. I think that's it's today. So um happy holidays to my Indian friends. Uh today is their day. We're still in the season of Lent. I've been trying to hold down my fasting. No. And it just started. So I'm seven days in or so. Right? Seven days in. And uh, I think. No, it's a little bit more than that. Oh, darn. You know, it started um, right after Fat Tuesday. So, uh, I've got to uh, respond to people about Bench going on tour. Think about that. Yeah, so we've been fasting since the 23rd. Okay. Lent. 
And I, I've been just low-key doing it without a whole lot of fanfare, which is really nice. And I just allow myself to move about it. Although I really, really want some waffles. I have waffles in the fridge and I could hear them calling me like, put them in the toaster, pour some syrup, waffles. I'm feeling that. I, I really am feeling that. I've got some hash browns too, and some uh, plant sausages. Those plant sausages are really, really good. I don't know what they do. I, I know, listen. They're probably not the healthiest thing. They're probably full of salt. They're probably full of all kinds of stuff. But man, they are yummy. So that might, I might have to break my fast early today and be like, this is what I want. Some of this, you know, and, uh, and go about my day. Ah, oh, what a world, what a world, what a day, what a day. Uh, there were some things that I wanted to do today and I could, I can't do. Because I'm waiting for some things and they're not arrived yet. That just sort of puts a kink in the plan. <sighs> Sometimes a good plan goes awry. Sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. You know. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes, uh, you know. Uh, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it just, you got to just go back to square one. And sometimes plan executes well. Come see, come saw. I think I read somewhere that that's not what you should say. Come say, come saw. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll be on this, this adventure together. So, all right. So I'm going to go hear uh, some music tonight. It's Schubert, which is lovely. They got new chairs. So if you've not been to the Schubert, go for the chairs. <laughs> They're nice. Your whole butt could fit on them. You know, like I'm portly. So it means something to me to sit in a good chair. Uh, but yeah, come to the theater. It's great. I'm going to go tonight, 730. Probably be done by like nine-ish, I would imagine. You know, uh, that's a good night. And then uh, I could be home by you know, 10 at the very latest. Uh, I got a meeting at four, which I'm not in the mood for. I, I, I'm one of these people. I really do not enjoy meetings. I just do not enjoy them. <laughs> I, I just, you know, when I sit in meetings, I'm always daydreaming about where else I could be. And I think it's an age thing. I think it's because I'm older and the fire for that kind of stuff is no longer attractive to me. You know, I, I like having a seat at the table. Don't get me wrong. And I and I like being being able to lend my voice to things. Don't get me wrong. But when I'm sitting in meetings sometimes and I'm listening to stuff, I, I just feel like I want to fly out of there. <laughs> I'd rather be somewhere else. Like I could take the meeting on the beach. You know. You know, or at a bar or, you know. I, I could take the meeting like that. So I don't know. I just think sometimes meetings are just, oh, drain on humanity. I get it. We have to meet because we have to decide things. And uh, But I, I think I'm going to uh, call something something quits. I just got started with it, but I'm going to call it quits. 
was like, I already, I already could feel the vibe just on my nerves. And I was like, I don't, I want to be happy when I work on stuff. I don't want to be like, ugh. And I don't want to be responsible for all the things. So I'm a, I'm a host this one meeting. And then I'm a beg out. Like, listen, I think this is a good idea. And I want to support this. I'm supporting this. But I cannot be part of the planning of this. I Because I, I don't have the capacity. Particularly now that I'm trying to get myself in law school and trying to do some other things. I'm waiting to hear back on some other things. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I hope, this is what I'm hoping. Because I've got some, some things out there that I hope will come back in my favor. Yes, that's the good way to say that. And I hope that, uh, I, I hope that it does. That's, that's my point. So I thought I would hear something. I guess by next week I should hear something. And, uh. I, it would make me happy, but again, it's it won't cripple me, and it won't stop me from doing what I want to do. I, it's just another direct, another path has to open, right? Another path has to be traveled. And listen, I'm I'm never I'm never adverse to paths crossing or path, paths opening up, so. So so that's that's where I'm at. I'm I'm hoping for some affirmative affirmations, but if not, guess what? Choo choo! The train is still on the track. So, and every time I get a no to something, I at this point in my life, I always think it's not a no, it's just a redirection. Never a no. It's just okay, I have to go, I have to redirect myself in another direction that makes sense or that is more in alignment with where I'm trying to go, you know? And so I, I am uh, open to the gentle nudgings of the universe about which way to go. Uh, rarely do I need a hammer. <laughs> you know, I've learned in my life, I I don't have to get to crises or I don't have to get to, you know, you know, an anvil falling on my head to move in another direction. I know how to like gently move so that I go in another direction. I I, I think the point I'm making is I'm not forcing a I'm not forcing myself into into a into decisions made in haste. Uh, uh, decisions that I make uh, because I got something to prove. I have nothing to prove. Uh, and I only want to make decisions that are in my best interest. And that's in all matters. No matter how I feel, no matter what, I always have to go back to what is in my best interest. Not, oh, what I fantasize about, what I what I think could be a good thing. No, no, no. If it doesn't come with ease, I I can't deal with it. If I have to keep, if I have to jam a square into a circle, that's not a good idea. I've already put in the time of struggle and work. I know how to make good decisions now. I've got that skill set. So I don't have to make decisions up against it. 
You know what I mean? And uh, that's a good, that's a, I find that to be a good place. So when I make a decision about something, I'm not making a, uh, I'm not making decisions based on anxiety or hysteria or desperation or, oh my God, I'm not doing that. Now, if it takes me longer to get to wherever I got to go, all right, then that's just what the path is. You know, and if I stay on the path, sometimes sometimes I catch a break and there's a shortcut. And I'm like, ooh, do 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 Okay. But if not, if not, stay. stay on the path. I got a good guest coming on tomorrow. And uh I want to tell you about them. Um I'm I'm very fascinated by what they do. I'm just pulling up the the pulling up the email. Yes. So um Wednesday at Gateway Community College, there's an interactive exhibit exploring planning and democracy in New Haven. And uh these women are coming uh to uh uh uh, talk about this exhibit um, to highlight the second practice of democracy, uh, a view from the Connecticut experience. And so they spent two months in Bridgeport, uh, the exhibit, and now it's coming to New Haven. Uh, and it's going to be at Gateway Community College uh, tomorrow from five, five to seven. So they're coming on my show in the morning, uh, Christine Stewart, who is uh, the vice, let's see, Chief Initiative Officer for the Center for Housing Opportunity. She's coming on the show to talk about this exhibit. I am excited because I I love talking about, you know, this has been my newfound sort of uh, interest. Um, um, Practice of Democracy, A View from Connecticut. The experience explores the impact of the built environment and past planning decisions on the lives of Connecticut residents through the lens of democracy, equity, and justice. So, so this makes me think of the race and law class that I took last semester out of Ohio um, and learning about redlining and how, how legislation was used to just keep people um, oppressed. Um, and so I, I, so this makes me feel and think about that in terms of how black people are here in Connecticut, black and and, uh, and other other people are here in Connecticut, and uh, and and where the lines of segregation and racism and oppression intersect. So, so anyway, I'm having Christine on tomorrow. Talk about this exhibit that opens up tomorrow evening. At the uh, at the at the uh, Gateway Community College, so uh, I won't be able to get there tomorrow because <sighs> another meeting. <laughs> uh, I have I have a meeting. I have two meetings back to back. So, and I don't I don't know if uh, I could get out of the uh, Planned Parenthood strategic planning meeting. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Um, in on that those that those don't go long because it's not a full uh it's not a full-on um 
board meeting, like a full board. So, uh, but yeah, so. So anyway, I'm gonna have them on, have her on tomorrow. Talk about this exhibit, which I'm quite excited about. So, and I guess it's traveling around the state and it's making its 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 way here to New Haven. So, uh, and this comes at a time when we're, it says, uh, it comes at a time when, when, uh, when, when the city of New Haven and the entire state of Connecticut is reconsidering the decades long practices that had led uh, to one of the worst housing affordability crises in the United States. So I'm looking forward to this conversation tomorrow. So if you are too, tomorrow, 10, 15, uh, and then make your way over to the exhibit at some point. I I, I don't know how long it's going to be, but it doesn't say, uh, but, uh, oh, okay. The, the experience will be open in New Haven from March 6th to April 14th. So that gives you time to, uh, that gives you time to uh, see it. Hey, Harry. What's up, Babs? I'm just, you know, riffing and raffing. <laughs> you know, I, I just wanted to bring you a, you know, an interesting story. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and it actually may solve one of my issues, right? Um, buying so for y'all like who don't know, Harry's charge is to bring good news story. But That's somehow right. or other, it, it gets lost in translation about what good story is. Oh, this is a good story. Right, so it might okay. solve my problem of buying stuff cheap at Walmart. Okay, all right. Right, so a <laughs> giant flying insect found in an, an Arkansas Walmart turns out to be a super rare Jurassic um, era bug. What? So, yeah. What? So, I, so I think um, I don't know where they're getting their stuff from. <laughs> But if this bug is it, oh. I can't, I can't, I can't. They didn't, they didn't name it? A super rare Jurassic era bug. Yeah. Oh, God. So. Well, you know how if there's one, you know there's. Oh, it's a giant lace wing bug or giant flying insect. Um, Penn State University uh, said it was a Jurassic era bug. Okay. So, I mean, well, aren't all bugs though, really? Yeah, but you know, I, I would like to see how big it really was to the same giant flying bug. I mean, if we're talking about, you know, those, what was it, those flying Tyrannosaurus, I think it was? Pterodactyls. Pterodactyls. <laughs> Imagine. Right? Well, I, I don't think it's that big, Harry, because we, it would have been on the news. You're shopping at Walmart and all you hear. Ah! It's coming after you. Is somebody <laughs> playing around with bugs in the lab and oh god, this one got out? You know it has to be that. You know, it's crazy. If there's one, Harry, there, I mean, because I mean, where are the other ones? Oh, and by the way, um, breaking news, the you know, the four friends or something that were kidnapped in Mexico. Um, the last few days, they they were they were on they were called um, medical tourists, right? So it's Americans that go to Mexico to get procedures that they can't afford in America. Oh, okay. So they're medical tourists. Um, they got snatched up by a cartel and 
they just found two of them dead. White people? Yeah. So they were going to get some surgery. They Women? were from South Carolina. Women? Two men and two women. So the, they just found the men dead. Oh, boy. So, oh, uh, boy. So, yeah. So that's another thing I was planning on going to Cancun, not going. Well, Harry, they was a snatch from Cancun. It doesn't matter. It's the same country. There's cartel it's, everywhere. Harry, Mexico is huge. Cartel everywhere. Mexico is huge. Go to Cancun. They, they're not going to bother you on the resorts. <laughs> yeah, well, you won't even feel it. That's enough for me. So I'll be looking at American vacation spots. Um, Listen, you can get shot. Listen, the way we shoot up people in America. <laughs> but at least it'll be an American killing me. I won't be on a leisure time. and You know, but anyway, so, and this is something we've been talking about, right? So uh, billionaire Mark Andreessen warns we're headed to a world where college, a college degree costs a million dollars and a flat screen TV costs one hundred dollars. Uh huh. So it's it's crazy how as as technology and everything increases and it's so easily available for some reason, an education where you you you're getting the information from books is costing astronomically more so million dollars for an education a hundred oh. tv most people are going to invest in the tv and stay home <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry harry any of these stories good news i'm sorry oh, what oh wait, wait good is news there, is are any of these stories good news i got one is um Okay, no, Russia is warning uh, Europe, Moldova, that war is coming. Um, it's going to spill over into Moldova. That's oh, wait, not... wait, wait. So Ife uh, uh, found a story uh, uh, four Americans missing in Mexico identified by family members as South Carolina mother and her friends who were yeah. traveling for medical procedures. I, I yeah, medical tourists, right? So, and and they just found two of them dead. So there you go. Uh, I mean, this, I, I'm not going to have surgery anywhere. No, me me either. If I can't afford I don't, it here I in don't, America, I, I don't see. I don't see the point of that. <laughs> yeah, I know a few people who travel. I, I'm not even going to so much as get a haircut. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I could put like, a fishbowl on my head here. I'm not, I don't see the point. I and listen, my sister-in-law has friends that they've gone to places and had the Brazilian butt lift stuff. I, I don't I would be yeah, too afraid, Harry. Organs would people, go missing. The Brazilian butt lift, okay, it's called the Brazilian butt lift, but people are going to the Dominican Republic, to Mexico, to everywhere else to get the butt lift. Because it's less. <laughs> Yeah, you pay one price and get it done. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's like for me here. It's like buying drugs from drug dealers. I don't know these people. Not to say that I know my surgeons here, but Harry, there's no real thing. Like I, I was listening to my sister-in-law's friend. You know, you fly down there, Harry. They, they put you up in a hotel. You go, and then they wheel you out, and you go to your hotel for a day. And then you get on the flight and go back. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't do it. 
So I, I, I found a good news story. Okay. Oh, Lord. So a TikTok time traveler knows the exact <laughs> date of World War Three. So uh, if you want to prepare... <laughs> and that's... And so the good, so, wait, I'm sorry. So the good news is what exactly? Oh, wait. That somebody knows when World War Three is going to happen? Oh, wait, World War Three is involved in that story. Hold on. Oh, okay. Let me, right. let me pull I'm just trying up. to understand where the good part is. <laughs> no, there's no good part. <laughs> TikTok? Okay, so so um, Kim Jong-un, sister. Okay. <laughs> this, this is not going to be another good story, is it? <laughs> is warning the United States that if they shoot down their test missiles that are flying over Japan and over South Korea, it's a declaration of war. That, oh, that's not good. You know, like you know, is that is that? And the good news is what exactly? At least that he know. has a sister. Oh well, <laughs> his sister might be <laughs> more crazy than he is. Uh, so. th yeah, they just want to be terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're shooting it over other countries, and they go, "Hey, you shoot it down. That's on you. That you start a war." These bullies, these bullies on the international stage, on the international playground, these bullies. Bullies, Harry. Yeah. It, Anything in Ukraine? What's going on? Well, still trying to wait people out. So I so what I understand, Harry, he's been hiring mercenaries and you know, sketchy cats to fight. Well, he's hired, yeah, he's hiring hiring Chechen um. Are they getting their ruples in the in the bag first? Because I, I wouldn't I mean, trust getting paid after the fact. These are suicide missions, so I don't know how you get paid. It's, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how you get paid either when they don't have I any mean, money. But right, so they they're not. They're not. Well, there's into, some money somewhere, Harry. Unless they convert it, right, and they're getting their virgins later. <laughs> that's the yeah, only but way. That's, but that's not a Russian thing. So well, no, that's that's. Muslims in that region, so yeah, but they're not running the country. No, but I'm saying if if they converted and then they go to war for Putin. Oh, well, I'm not gonna speak on it because I was with Muslims all night last night, <laughs> and uh, I want I'm no not, trouble. No, I'm not criticizing anybody. I want no trouble. <laughs> I'm trying to find payment for these guys. I don't. I don't want to walk out my house, Harry, and like get the. Uh, oh, it, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, was that a what was that, that just <laughs> was, was, was that a Russian mosquito? Was what the hell? It's like, what the hell? The next thing I know, I'm on the sidewalk and all the stray cats are eating me. <laughs> uh, I'm not criticizing anybody on anything. I'm just bringing the news. <laughs> but I'm gonna go look up that time traveler, see if he has any good information. Well, see, Harry. And you gotta get your news on TikTok maps. He's a you know. Where That's, else are you going to get your news? Tick, TikTok is owned by China. Uh, wait a minute. Are you saying it's propaganda? Ooh. No, no, no. <laughs> Not the P word. <laughs> are you criticizing China? No, not at all. Where Why? are you going to get your $100 TV from? I know. <laughs> well, now it's like $77, Harry. <laughs> now you 65, wait 65 inches. You know, I was going to say you got to wait till... Black Friday, but they have like Black Black Friday like every minutes. Friday. Yeah. yeah, it's like you don't have to wait long. Yeah, no, you don't have to wait long. 
you just go get you one. But but anyway, so yeah, that's China warns U.S. of catastrophic consequences. An ominous address. Oh yeah, they were talking on. You know, they did an address yesterday where they're saying we're starting. We're starting problems with them, so we need to back up. Because if if war comes, it's going to be the U.S.'s fault. Makes sense. It makes sense. Oh. You know, we're, we're we're sticking our nose where I guess. You, you know, it's funny because they the FBI just found a a container, a shipping container with with some cranes that had spyware on them. So, and most of our shipping ports, you, I think it, they use Chinese cranes. And it turns out that the Chinese have been using those cranes for surveillance of our shipping ports. <laughs> of, of course. <laughs> who, who didn't know that? <laughs> well, they, well, they found it now. Mary, everything, that they, everything that comes out of China <laughs> is know. some sort of surveillance tool. I, I know. Am I the, are we the only ones that get that part? If, if okay. you if you buy a, a baby toy and it's like it's oh, a surveillance tool. It's a surveillance thing. It, even though it says mama, but it's actually recording everything you're saying and sending it's it a to surveillance China. tool. I listen, I think they put surveillance tools in the paint. Oh, wait, I'm not <laughs> I'm not criticizing China. No, it's not a criticism. We marvel <laughs> at their technology. It's an observation. We just anyway. know what time it is. All right. We got to go. We'll be back tomorrow, though, for the same old foolish mayhem and madness. Tune in. Come on back, saints and sinners. We'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Harry. <laughs> oh, hey. I got to start Justin's show. He's like, hey. when I saw Justin last night. It was great to see him. The whole, uh, uh, th th him and two other of the Hamda contingency was in the space last night at the bookstore hanging out. So it was good to see them. Yeah, so anyway, we got to get out of here. So you're listening to Love, Labs, Love Talk on WNHH LP 103.5 FM. You're home for community radio. Deuces!